Well, 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 hello everyone. Welcome to Graciously Saved Podcast. My name is Sarah Kastner and you are listening to a faith-based podcast. If you are new to the pod, I am so glad that you are here. I post every single Sunday at 8 p.m. And welcome back to those of you who continue to show your support every single week by listening in. I am so grateful for every listener on here. I am so excited for this episode because healing brings transformation. And yes, today we are talking about healing, hence the title, Healing is Your Portion. Healing is the beginning stages of a new life that is completely transformed through Jesus Christ. I believe that this is a start if you are somebody who deals with trauma and pain and suffering. Um, I truly believe that every single person listening in is here for a reason. God is so intentional. I've said it before and I'll always say that God is intentional in everything that he does, every door that he opens and every door that he closes. So if you are listening in and you... Feel like you might have some form of trauma hitting down somewhere or maybe you thought that you healed from it and really it's just suppressed right now i just pray that your heart be softened to this word and that you allow the holy spirit to transform you to transform your heart and to bring out the areas of your heart that are hidden in darkness that are hidden in pain um and i just really pray that this episode helps transform your heart and the way that you think, the way that you love, the way that you react to things. So let's get started with today's episode. Title, Healing is Your Portion. So important, but let's get into roses and thorns first. So, oh my goodness. So, okay. Um, my thorn has to be that, I mean, I know that I don't really get deep on this podcast because I just don't know yet. I'm still very new to this podcast. I don't know if I want to really like dive deep into my life. I I just, I don't have like a lot of peace with that yet. So I know that you guys don't see a lot of me and, um, you know, I've shared about my healing journey and this and that, and it's, it's so important for you guys to know about that. There's still so much that I want to uncover, but, um, whenever the Holy spirit allows me to, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I know that I mentioned that my brother is in a coma right now and it was something that I just, I just kind of like let out, you know, and I didn't really talk about it too much. I mentioned that I wasn't going to start talking about it, which I'm not going to, um, at least not right now, not in this episode, but my thorn is that it's just really hard. It's been a really hard, um, just man, this happened in September and now it's January and yeah, it's just been a really, really weird time for my family, for, um, I don't know, just everything. I don't know how to explain it. So yeah, just give me grace, you guys. Cause today I've been just, just kind of down, honestly. Um, I still have faith in God. Like I have faith that my brother's going to be restored, that he's going to wake up. Um, but it is, it is hard for me to show like what I'm really going through because I, I don't know. I just, I just don't know how I've never been here before. I've never been in this situation before. I've never like experienced going through something like this with a family member and then starting a podcast where I'm supposed to share healing and my experience with it. I know that God will use this in the future. Um, but for right now, I just, I don't know, like, what to even say. All I, all I can say right now is that my heart is heavy and that is my thorn. 
I don't want to get too down on here. I just wanted to share with you guys what I'm going through right now and just let you in on a little bit of my life. But anyways, um, so my rose has to be that I know that I mentioned to you guys that I had um, low iron. I still have really low iron. So it actually went from a two to an eight which it's supposed to be at 50. So it's still very low, but it went from a two to eight. And today you guys, oh my gosh, I just noticed my lips are changing back to their normal color. You can't tell right now, obviously I'm wearing lipstick, but okay. So when my uh, iron started getting lower, the first thing that got dark was first of all, my eyes got really, I got like dark circles around my eyes. Um, and then my lips got dark. Oh my God. I'm always congested. I'm always congested every time I do my episode. I noticed that when I watch it back, I'm like, goodness gracious, you guys are going to think I got a nose job. I did not get a nose job, but yes. So anyways, my, my focus there, focus. So my lips are turning back to their normal color. (sighs) I just pray that my body actually absorbs it so that I don't have to get dude, dude. I'm going to quit this. I can't, I can't speak. That's the problem is that God, you called me to do a podcast, but I cannot speak. Okay. I'm going to rebuke that. Actually, I rebuke that thought in the name of Jesus. Okay. What was I saying? Let's go ahead and get into the episode because I love to ramble. So one of the focusing topics on this podcast is healing. And I know that I haven't even brought up anything having to do with healing yet because I needed to introduce to you all who God is just a piece of him. I don't even know the whole thing. We, we will not fully comprehend as we're living here on this earth, who God is and what he is capable of. But I just needed to introduce who my God is and what he's done for me. Just the, the little bit of things that he has done for me. I haven't even told you guys my full story, but I needed for you guys to understand who he is. And I need you to understand who he is in the valleys and why we sometimes find ourselves in such uncomfortable situations. To understand healing, you need to understand God's posture in the valleys. You need to understand who God is in the moments when we suffer. If you are not familiar with what the Bible has to say about God in times of suffering, then I believe that you are not going to receive healing. And I say receive because healing is already our portion. The cross is already finished. Jesus lives. And the Bible says by his wounds, we are healed. So because he endured those wounds, those wounds, we have already been healed. But sometimes we don't receive the healing because we don't even understand who God is or try to understand his word and what his word says about him in the times that we suffer. And so when we don't get into the word and understand who is this God when I am suffering, where is this God when I am suffering, you are going to be stuck in the question of why. Why did God allow this to happen to me? And I mentioned in the previous episodes, I'm not sure which one, if you guys have not yet watched, um, can I question God? I highly recommend you to watch that, but we can question, right? But do not stay stuck in that question. Put your faith into action and search for the answer. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in searching for that answer. When you stay stuck in the question of why, why did this happen to me? You end up harboring resentment, anger, bitterness. All of that will stem from you thinking that 
God has something against you or God did something malicious to you. You need to truly understand who is God and, and what does he do in times of suffering? Who is he to me during times of despair? Who was he when I experienced this trauma and where was he? Trauma is the root of guilt, shame, anger, sin. Trauma is the root of so many difficulties that we suffer with. Trauma is the root of murderers, of rapists. Trauma is the root of so many dark and evil things. And when we just try to hide our trauma or simply don't want to heal our trauma, we are allowing the enemy to use that to his advantage. And we do not want him to have any crack opened door. We do not want him to have any footstep into our lives. We want those doors shut. And so God says today, it's time to be healed. It's time to be set free. It's time to deal with that trauma that you are hiding. I think that one of the most common questions that we have when we hear about these things that are going on in the world is, does God even see the brokenness of this world? And, you know, there, there are so many things going on right now where I have even wondered like, oh man, I only see a, such a small portion and God sees it all. I only see what I open my phone to. God sees everything. And sometimes I wonder, like, what does God think about what is going on in our world today? In Proverbs 6, 16 to 19, it says, There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the family. Now, when I read the word to you guys, or when you guys are reading the word, I want you to really let them dwell within you. I want you to meditate on these words, every single word that I say, every single word that you read, because I don't, I mean, I'm saying this because I know that when I read the Bible or actually when I used to, I think nowadays I'm, I try to stay as focused as I can, but when I used to read the Bible, I would just read it and I had no clue what I just read. So I'm telling you guys right now, just try to meditate right now on these words. There are six things the Lord hates. Okay. It doesn't say very often in the Bible what the Lord hates, but this is one of the passages that does explain what he hates. Haughty eyes, which is a prideful person, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, murder, a heart that devises wicked schemes. Now, who can that be? That can be anyone who plans to cheat on someone, anyone who plans to kidnap, anyone who plans to rape. I hope that I can say that on here because I don't, I don't know what I can and can't say. So if this gets taken down, that's why. Um, a heart that devises wicked schemes is somebody who plans evil, who goes out of the, their way to willingly plan an evil act. God hates that. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. Someone who is excited about going out and doing evil. A false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict in the family. So we know that God sees these things and he hates them. Those seven things are exactly what is going on all over this world. You think he didn't know that when he wrote this, when, when the Bible became a thing, like God knew what this world was going to come to. And so he wanted to remind us, yes, I do see the brokenness of this world. And by the way, this is what he's going to do with the world. 
Romans chapter one, verse 18 says, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. So it's not that we want something terrible to happen to wicked and evil people. It's not at all that we should be praying for that to happen because we should be quick to forgive always. It's easier said than done, especially like me not even being in the shoes of somebody who is going through what the world is going through right now. You know, I have my own challenges, but I don't think that there is somebody who is physically attacking me besides the devil. But the wrath of God will be revealed from heaven against all godlessness, all God godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. <sighs> so yes, he does see what's going on and he is going to do something about it. But more importantly, what I want you to know with your trauma, I, I want this episode to, I want you to, to just think about your trauma and the things that you had to suffer, the things that you had to endure, maybe things that happened to you that were completely out of your control. Something that happened to you as a result of your own sin and now you're, you're suffering for it or you're experiencing some form of trauma, whether it be physical, um, mental, sexual, any, any type of trauma that you are dealing with, that is a focus of this episode. And Jesus wants you to know today that he has compassion for you and what you went through is something that he does not take lightly. In Matthew 9, 35 through 36, it says, Jesus went throughout all of the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news to the king of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. For Jesus to look at that crowd and see that they were harassed and helpless, he couldn't help but to feel compassion for them. And I don't know what kind of trauma that you're facing right now. If you felt betrayed, abandoned, abused, neglected, God wants you to know and he wants you to receive the comfort that he has for you, the comfort that he's been trying to give you. He is our comforter. He is our peace. He is peace. And when we receive him, we receive the peace that comes with him. And another thing that I want you to really meditate on in this passage is that we are lost without our shepherd. It says, because they were harassed and helpless, like, a sh like sheep without a shepherd. The shepherd knows that if the, sh if the sheep go running off, they will get hurt. They'll get lost. They could die. They could be eaten. Bad things happen when they run away from their herd. And the shepherd will always go after the sheep. But when we are without our shepherd and we're wandering in the wilderness, because we're curious, because we want freedom, we can so easily get hurt. And maybe that is what you are going through right now. Maybe you are suffering the consequences of your own actions. Because I know that I have suffered some serious consequences due to my own actions, due to turning away from God at a point in my life. But 
We serve a God who is so merciful, who is so quick to forgive and, and full of grace that he does not just allow us. He does not let us wander off for too long. He will always leave the 99 for the one that ran away. Isaiah 40 verse 11 says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them close to his heart. He will come find you. He will find you. He will pick you up and hold you close to his heart. It's not like he gets you and he's like, ugh, this one, this one that ran away again. <laughs> no, he picks you up gracefully, full of love and holds you close to his heart. And I feel like so many people fight that, that closeness that God is desiring to have with you. So many people fight it. I don't know why. And I know that I fought it for a long time, maybe because I didn't feel like I deserved it or I wasn't worthy enough, but he wants this divine closeness with you because he knows that it is healing that it brings comfort and he wants you to experience all of the good things that come with him. I mean, there's nothing bad that comes with accepting Jesus into your life. He is only good. He only gives good. But our minds are deceiving. Our hearts are deceiving. The desires of our own flesh deceive us and the enemy deceives us. He lies to us. He says, there's freedom this way. That life is boring. Come this way. Come this way. Suppress, suppress that with this. Replace that with this. I, I promise you everything will be okay. You will be healed. You won't even think about what happened to you. It's a lie. The enemy loves to lie and he loves when you listen. But if you guys have tried to go that route before, then I know that you're probably here because you're brokenhearted. Your way didn't work. The wilderness didn't work. And now you're left dealing with this unresolved pain, unresolved trauma that keeps surfacing. But I want you to know that God is close to the brokenhearted. Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. It's not God's will for you to be sick or experience trauma, but that does not mean that God won't take it and turn it into something good. Because through my sickness, I received healing. But God said, I want to heal you internally before I heal you physically. I want to heal your heart and that trauma that you have been hiding before I can heal you physically. He said, I want to shine my light in those areas of your heart that the enemy keeps on hiding in the darkness because what we don't heal from, we hide in our hearts. And what's hiding inside of our hearts is the root of bondages. So when you ask God to shine light on your trauma and you allow yourself to feel what you felt in those moments, you can release that and replace it with the healing that has already been made available to you. Because through the cross, we have been set free and delivered. But like I said before, we love to shackle chains back onto ourselves. We sometimes don't open the gifts that God has already given to us. I think about the gifts that we've received through the cross as these gifts that are wrapped up and we're kind of just letting them dust away in the corner. And Jesus is like, hello, all of these gifts have already been made available to you through the cross that is already finished and you're not opening your gifts. He wants you to know how to be truly set free and delivered from your trauma. He doesn't want you to suppress it. He doesn't want you to hide it. He doesn't want you to put a bandaid over it. Um, 
And I think that one of the most common ways that people put a bandaid over their trauma is through drugs and alcohol. The enemy has lied to them and told them that this is the best way to deal with trauma. This is the best way to numb the pain, but a bandaid only hides the wounds. It doesn't heal them. And honestly, keeping a bandaid over a wound for more time than you should can make it infected. And I think that that's what our trauma does as well is it infects us from the inside if we keep it down there long enough it starts harboring bacteria it starts getting moldy and nasty and it starts becoming the root of all of these things that we struggle with we wonder why am i so angry oh it's because i didn't i didn't heal from the trauma that i was hiding inside of my heart i just covered it i just simply put a band-aid over it i think that there are a lot of broken people in this world People who are broken as a result of their trauma, as a result of something that happened for them, they carry this shame with them from something that they could not control. They carry this guilt with them. And trauma is a tricky thing. It really is. It, it's the root of so many lies that are being told to you. Lies that say that you should be ashamed, that nobody should ever know about this that happened to you, or that you deserved what happened. I don't know if it was a relationship. Um, I don't know if you went through some form of abuse, but if you did, I am so sorry for what you went through. Nobody should ever have to endure pain and suffering. That was not God's intention when he made us, when he put us here on this earth. He did not intend for us to suffer he wanted us to have life in abundance and he wanted, he made us for him. Jesus wants you to experience, not just experience, Jesus wants you to have victory over this thing that has been hiding inside of your heart. He wants you to bring it all to him. And it might feel uncomfortable at first. It really might feel uncomfortable when you go to him with all of your pain, with all of your trauma, and you hear yourself talking about your emotions and the things that you were feeling out loud. It can feel uncomfortable. But if we don't give God our emotions, then we are going to allow the enemy to manifest our trauma through our emotions, which is what happens. Our trauma manifests through our emotions. But when you go to God with what it is that you are suffering with, allow the Holy Spirit to show you what the source of those emotions are. Do not allow your trauma to consume you anymore. Let this be the starting point of your healing journey. If you need to open up a journal and write to God, do it. If you need to wake up an hour sooner or an hour earlier in the day so that you can pray to God about your trauma, do it. If you need to seek therapy, do it. There is nothing wrong with therapy. I highly recommend a therapist who is a follower of Christ, of course, but there is absolutely nothing wrong with therapy. I highly recommend it. Um, but there is no greater counselor than our Lord and Savior. There's no better counselor than Jesus Christ himself. He wants you to go to him first, not last. He wants you to give him everything that you are struggling with, every thought that you are having. He wants you to hold every thought captive and, and surrender it to him so that he can give you what it is that you are missing. 
allow his Holy Spirit to guide you, allow his Holy Spirit to transform you, invite the Holy Spirit into your day every single day, pray to God, deliver me from the enemy today, deliver me from his lies, deliver me from his attacks, and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. If you stay in the word and really stay in the word and meditate in the word and you spend your time in prayer throughout the day, I'm not saying to be face down on the floor all day, but just throughout the day, involving God in every decision that you are making, involving him in every thought that you are having. Every time you have a thought that reminds you of your trauma, give it to God immediately, immediately give it to God because so quickly we can allow our thoughts to consume us. We can allow memories to come up that will consume us and we will start to live in darkness. We will start to believe the lies of the enemy. We will start to let that trauma consume us and take over our day, take over our minds until eventually we are depressed. We are locking ourselves in a room. We feel guilty and ashamed and like nobody could ever know what's going on with me inside of my head. But there is freedom from this. This is a huge lie from the enemy and you need to receive freedom. So I want to pray for you guys today before I close out. Father God, I pray that you redeem your deeply wounded children from the suffering that they are experiencing. I know that the devil is working so hard to keep them in bondage with their trauma because trauma harbors shame. Trauma harbors guilt and feelings of unworthiness. But Father God, I just release all of that to you right now. And I want everybody to repeat after me and say, healing is my portion. Thank you, Jesus that by your wounds, we are healed, not only in the physical, but spiritually, emotionally, mentally healed. Thank you for the cross, Jesus. Thank you for every single person who is listening now. I thank you that they were obedient to your Holy Spirit and the guidance that you have given them to listen to this episode. I pray that every single person under the sound of my voice receives deliverance from their trauma in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please bless them and keep them at the palm of your hand, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that it blessed you. I really hope that it inspires you to give your trauma to God. I hope that it inspires you to allow yourself to feel again, not to numb your pain, but to feel it and to release it and to receive the peace that comes with releasing your trauma. I love you guys. Thank you for watching and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.